I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everybody, welcome to Walk Culture Gaming. I'm Scott and the PlayStation 5 coverage continues. Um, I put out on Twitter the other day just after the PS5 review embargo broke. I'm just asking if there was any more specific things that you guys would like to know because, you know, it's it's all it's all out there now. The final embargo is done. So let's just get to your questions because I have some answers. First up from Michael Gray, who says, what's the battery life like on the DualSense? He imagines that with the fancy vibrations and haptic feedback that it eats the battery very quickly. Yeah, this is actually kind of crazy. One thing that was, that's been doing the rounds recently is that the DualSense only has a battery life of a couple of hours. Um, and sadly, that is true if you're playing something like Astro's Playroom. Um, Astro seems like it's more of a one-off because pretty much every level in that game is set up to, you know, have the motors go and it's going to have different pressures on the triggers. Um, you know, it's going to be lighting up in different ways. It's just that game has very much taken advantage of everything the DualSense can do, which just isn't the case on Spider-Man Miles Morales or in case of other stuff I've been playing, um, the Pathless, Devil May Cry 5, um, or backwards compatibility titles. Obviously, you know, they haven't been patched to take advantage of the new controller, but the likes of DMC5 Special Edition and Spider-Man, um, they just aren't as active on the controller side as something like Astro is. Um, so it is true that if you're hammering Astro <laughs> in every possible way, um, the controller will be done after two to three hours, um, but I got way more life out of it. I got a, you know, a general, a standard day's play. So that's closer to six to eight-ish hours in one sitting. Um, but yeah, what you've heard is true in regards to something like Astro can completely eat through a battery in let's say two to three hours. Next question from McAllister1980, who says, do the pop-up cards look like they're just a gateway to microtransactions? Like the first hint is free, but then you got to pay. <laughs> also, what do you use in your hair? Um, hair is shockwaves, um, wherever if you can uh, procure that from anywhere. Um, but the the cards, um, this microtransaction thing feels like feels like it's a reference to um, Sony patented the idea or made a patent um, tying microtransactions to the system UI. Um, the idea that you know if you were failing in a game that something would pop up and say, hey look, this weapon is available for an extra couple of pounds, you could just pay for it and then do that. Um, not yet. Um, the version that's implemented in the PS5 right now is just suggesting things for you to do that is already in the game. Um, so, you know, it's it's Astro, it's Spidey, it's DMC, it's things that levels that you haven't finished yet, combat challenges, um, you know, specific collectibles that you haven't hoovered up yet, things like that. Um, Astro comes with uh, help videos to sort of point you in the direction of collectibles that are also embedded inside the card. So, you know, when you're hitting that PlayStation button, you're seeing all those cards, you're noticing stuff you haven't done yet, and then you can just watch a quick video to be like, oh, okay, I need to go left next time I'm in this level to pick this thing up. Um, like I said, though, they did file that patent, so let's just see where it goes going forward. Um, for now, though, no. 
Next one from Willie Array, great name. Uh, great work on the review, thank you very much. I was wondering about temperatures and airflow of the system. Have you been monitoring any of it? Fan sound, heat behind or near the console? Greetings from Chile. Also had a question from Michael Gray who said, how noisy and how hot and how much air does the actual console seem to kick out? Thanks. Um, also greetings to Chile, um, to Mr. Willie Array. Um, so I don't have any uh, specific temperature monitoring stuff. However, I have been keeping an eye on various you know, reviewers over the course of the review period. Um, and it does hover between 30 and 60 Celsius, um, which apparently is just sort of normal. Um, some of the highest temperatures recorded are with Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, where it got up to 59 degrees. Um, but the vast majority, especially if it's something backwards compatible, um, is way further down the rung. Um, as far as I know, this is all just normal. Um, it's not something that I'm specialized in but it's it does seem like it's normal i will say um because i did notice the ps5 temperature after i played it for literally 14 hours straight um i just you know i had my hand behind the system i was going to switch some hdmi ports around um, and i did feel some temperature there but it's you know it's nothing massive and um, the other thing that i think sticks out though is the fan sound and um, because i was playing some titanfall 2 um, which, side note, if we can get Titanfall 2's player base back up, I couldn't connect to a game for about 20 minutes. Um, Titanfall 2 deserves better, hashtag. Um, still, uh, playing that game though, I played it from disc, um, the PS5's uh, fan noise does go sky high when you put something in that's on disc. Uh, I think it was just because it was copying the file uh, while I was already downloading something else. But even when you first fire that game up, the, fa the fans kick in, you know, and when the disc is sitting in the tray while I was playing something else and going through the settings, um, it still started kicking the fans in and just doing some sort of cycle boot style anime, um, you know, boot style process on the system side. I had no idea what it was doing, but as soon as I had a disc in the system, it was, you know, kicking the fans in. It was sort of going through some sort of process. Um, so yeah, for the vast majority, whisper quiet, it's totally fine, didn't notice the temperature, um, but massive prolonged amount of period did obviously result in a buildup of heat around the system. Um, and in terms of fan sound, I only noticed that when I put a disc in. Question from It's Undisputed, can you still get screenshots from video clips on the PS5 like you can on PS4? Um, I don't remember on the PS4 if there was a specific menu option for this, but on PS5 there isn't. Um, if you want to take a photo from a video, you'll have to pause it, then just tap up to get rid of the time, the timeline thing that you're hovering on, you know, leave the video on the still that you want, and then just take another photo. Um, I guess that would still result in a drop of resolution, depending on, you know, what the game is being rendered as versus what it gets replayed at. Um, but you can set all those things in the settings themselves. You can set what sort of resolution you want video clips to save as, which might get around that. Um, they might patch it in that you can just take a take a still from a video, but right now, unless I'm missing something, um, you have to take a separate still of a video itself. Question from Mike Redacted, is the switcher functionality and jumping around games via the cards and the super fast SSD like suspend resume? If not, are they close enough? So I guess they're sort of satisfying different things. The quick switch thing that I mentioned in the review um, pertains to when you double tap the PlayStation home button um, on PS4, that would literally just take you back to whatever the previous app was that you used. It could be a, an entertainment app or it could be a game. You would just go back and forward. Um, on the PS5, and I didn't realize this when I did the review because uh, the media side of the system was under embargo, um, but Say you're on Spotify and you're, or you're listening to Spotify um, and you're then playing a game. Double tapping the button will bring up the Spotify uh, music controls. Um, same as if you're in the settings and you just left a game. It seems like media overrides games. Um, I know that this stuff is in progress. I know that they've said that they're going to be updating stuff and it's all pre-launch hardware anyway. 
Um, so those things might change. But conversely to that, before I started mixing in a lot more media apps, say I was playing Spider-Man and I jumped out into the settings and then I double tap the button, I could then jump back into Spider-Man. So that was a quick way to get back into it. Um, in terms of suspend resume, it's the same. Like the, the system goes into its rest mode. You can just resume exactly where you left off. Um, and also on top of that, if you go to any particular game's game hub, you can pick specific missions from the game hub. You just pick them from the card mission, uh, from the card layout. So if there's a you know a mission that you want to do, you just hit square. And even if the game isn't already loaded, you can boot straight in to that specific mission giver and do that specific mission from the game hub on the dashboard. You'll see what I mean once you get hands on with the system itself. Um, but in terms of expediency, in terms of getting you place to place, um, they've really ramped that stuff up. Everything just loads in seconds and it's baked into the UI itself. Next up from Scott Curtis, he's pre-ordered the disk drive console as his thinking was to save memory space. However, to take advantage of the SSD, will the game fully download from the disk onto the SSD anyway? Yes, the way that this seems to work is that um, only PS5 games have to be loaded onto the SSD. You can't put them on external storage. Um, you can only do that with PS4 games slash you know, backwards compatible stuff. Um, again, something that's unfolding during the whole review process. Um, and as more people sort of, you know, more tech-minded folk than me start breaking into specific file types and specific ways that the console stores things. Um, the overall rule right now seems to be that the internal storage has to be uh, filled up with PS5 games that you can't move them elsewhere. At least that's what I've found for now. Question from Christoph for the casual gamer. Is it worth getting a PS5 for games that are coming to the PS4 anyway? Honestly, this is fascinating. I think that the more Sony get out there and say Miles Morales, Horizon, you know, other than sort of Ratchet and Clank and Demon Souls, the next, even 2021's lineup of PS5 exclusives, um, something like Horizon is still coming to PS4. Um, I can't speak to the PS4 version of Miles Morales, although I guess I got a look into it if you turn off the ray tracing on PS5. Um, I think it's going to be a case of just waiting and seeing what those games look like side by side. Um, because on the PS5 version of Miles Morales, you can turn off the ray tracing to prioritize the frame rate, which assumedly would be closer to how it would run on PS4, i.e. you wouldn't get all the graphical flourishes and stuff like that. Um, so it's kind of on you. Um, for me, the PlayStation 5, I think, is an incredible piece of kit. I would recommend that you check out my review in full. I love the new UI and I think it pushes you towards trophy goals and completing a game and seeing 100% of something in a way that the PlayStation 4 doesn't. Um, however, if you're more interested in the game and your financial situation, you know, doesn't afford for half a thousand pounds to be thrown at a new system that arguably doesn't have an exclusive library just yet, um, then, like I said, it's all on you, but I could see the argument for just sticking with PlayStation 4 for now. Next one from Sawyer, does Death Stranding feel any different with the controller? Sadly, not yet, although I think that Hideo Kojima will do a next-gen patch for the game and just add various haptic feedback stuff. I mean, of all the games, that are begging for a dual sense overhaul, like an Astro's playroom style overhaul, um, where the controller is reacting to every little thing you do. Um, I think Kojima would think of really cool ways to implement that. So hopefully, hopefully we get some sort of haptic uh, overhaul for the game itself. But right now, no, it's the same backwards compat. It's just playable on backwards compatibility, which means the vibration, the controller, everything functions like it did on the PlayStation 4. Next one from Richard, is it still a pain to message people and start parties? Have they finally gotten rid of the insane menu lag that PS4s have? 
Thankfully, yes. Um, the PS5's menus are just liquid smooth. Liquid smooth? Liquid butter. Liquid butter smooth. Um, and I know exactly what he means. If you had a PS4 Pro, and it was the case on the original one too, but the PS4 Pro's menus were ridiculously laggy, considering that this thing was sold as a premium system. Um, it was just incredibly laggy. Like you were trying to button between stuff. Maybe you were trying to quick switch. Maybe you were trying to, you know, dive into the PlayStation Store and then just trying to come out of the store and go somewhere else. It would just stutter, like single frame uh, per second type stuff. Um, where it looked really, really bad. Um, none of that on the PS5. Um, I really tried to push it, tried to sort of crank going thing to thing, game to game, menu to menu, and it managed to keep up with me. Um, in terms of uh, starting parties, you can just hit the PlayStation button, um, and at the bottom of the, the new menu that pops up, there is a thing called Game Base um, that's in the middle. Um, in here, it lists your recent parties, um, or you can view all of them, and then you you know, you know can just button in, start a party from there. Um, the DualSense doubles as has an inbuilt microphone, so if you wanted to start talking to people, you can. Um, all that stuff seems to be done through the game base uh, icon, um, which is super, super handy. Um, the only downside is that the DualSense's microphone isn't really that good, but it does the job. It's serviceable enough. Next one from Andy N7K, who just says, what the native streaming, i.e. can you native stream to Facebook, YouTube, Twitch? Yes, you can. Uh, this is another icon um, that's on the XMB when you hit the PlayStation button. Um, you can customize that menu if you want, but one of the defaults is just an icon that says broadcast. Um, if you go on that, um, it'll give you a list of everything that your accounts are tied to, you know, YouTube, Twitch, whatever. Um, you can just button onto them and then start streaming. Obviously in the review periods, I haven't been able to go all the way through with that, hence the, the Sony you know, special operatives kick the window in and I'm not allowed to continue. Um, but it seems to be as simple as hitting the PlayStation button, going on broadcast, and then picking what you wanna beam your footage out to. Um, you can also, like I said before, use the controller as your inbuilt microphone, use the uh, camera that you can buy as an optional accessory alongside the PS5 to just have a streaming setup you know, right there and then if you're just trying to get off the ground with it. Next one from Callum McGrath, any sign of Knack 3? Sadly not, but Astro's Playroom is bloody lovely. And final one from Matt Delaney, who says, any word on if the PlayStation Plus free lineup is only available through November? What if you can't find a console right away? I have to assume with this that he means the PS Plus collection, um, which is something that is exclusive to PlayStation 5 overall. Like, you know, it's a it's a PlayStation Plus add-on thing. You get the monthly subscription, and then you have access to an entire archive of titles, um, including God of War, Ghost of Tsushima, whatever. There's just, there's a ton of lovely first-party stuff in there. Um, in terms of the overall stuff, you know, Bug Snacks, uh, it's Bug Snacks, Hollow Knight, and uh, Shadow of War are the three games for November. Um, they'll rotate in December, as always. If you're new to PlayStation and you're new to PlayStation, PlayStation Plus, um, the free games rotate every month the same way they do as Games with Gold on Xbox. Um, <laughs> as to not finding a console right away, um, let's just hope that you can. Even as time of recording, as I cross all my fingers, um, I have a PlayStation 5 in this house, but I don't actually own a PlayStation 5. They sent me one for the review, but I still haven't been able to actually get a unit. Um, you know, not doing, going down the woe is me route, but just the irony of it. Um, <laughs> stock allocation. Um, I'm in, kind of in the same boat as you guys. I want to get my own one. I don't want to have a pre-release unit. I want to have my own PlayStation 5. Um, so hopefully you can get one. Hopefully I can get one um, and we can all ring in the new generation together. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.